Praise God for this beautiful day where we can worship and listen to God's word. Church, as we start, let us open this with a word of prayer. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day that you have given us to be at the feet of Jesus, to listen upon your word. And Father, it is our joy that as we come in worship, our hearts will be aligned and in tune, O God. And Lord, let your Holy Spirit be our great teacher today as we dig deep upon your word and as we listen upon your conviction. And Father, set our hearts to follow and to respond to your call. Father, we want to entrust this time to you now as we come into your word. Have your way, O Holy Spirit, and Jesus be magnified. And Father, be glorified in everything we do. Have your way now. This all we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. A blessed Sunday, church. And we would like to welcome all our first-time worshipers today. Welcome and welcome to our Ictus Dumaguete family. And for all our brothers and sisters who are worshiping with us online, I would like to greet you a blessed Sunday. And I hope and pray that all of us are having great and beautiful time together with our living God as we soak ourselves in the Word of God. Church, today, I'm so excited for this because we are actually launching a new five Sunday series entitled, Unchanging Love in Uncertain Times. At this very moment in our life, we all know that we're living in uncertain times. That's why I believe that most people are being troubled in their hearts. They are full of worry, they are full of fear, they are full of anxieties in their hearts. But beloved, take heart because today we will be discovering God's Word. What does it mean unchanging love in uncertain times? And I pray that you can follow with us in the next four Sundays. Today is going to be the part one and we will continue it up to our part five in this series. We'll be discovering in this series, beloved, about what does it mean to really have this unchanging love during this time of pandemic, during this time of crisis. And that's why that as we continue to follow the Lord, it's my joy to journey with you in that question that we will always have in our heart, how to embrace God's unchanging love in uncertain times. And you know what's the answer? The answer, beloved, is this. We've got to have faith over fear. I believe that if there's uncertainty in our life, if we feel like there is something that we are out of control in our life, one of the feelings that we will strike in our heart is actually fear. That is why during this time of pandemic, I believe there are still so many, many things that we are uncertain of. I don't know about your life at this very moment while you are worshiping the Lord, meditating upon His Word. What are the things that you feel like you are out of control because of this pandemic? And how's your heart? Is there anything in your heart right now that fear creeps in? Beloved, in the next five Sundays, F-A-I-T-H will be unfolding each one of these because we know that this is the answer. How to embrace God's unchanging love in uncertain times? We've got to have faith over fear. Don't let fear overwhelm you, but rather stand still in the faith that you have in Christ Jesus. So today... We will be having this 1 John 4.18 as our jumping board verse for today. It says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Now, do you know why we need to continue to focus in God's unchanging love? Because this verse, beloved, give us that affirmation today that there is no fear in love. We need to cling upon in the unchanging love of God. We need to continue to develop that intimate relationship with Him because we know that when that perfect love comes to us and resides in our heart and we can always be aware of His 
presence in our life, we know it is not because we are strong-willed, it is not because that we are strong physically that we can drive out fear. Remember this, but perfect love drives out all kinds of fear. Beloved, let me ask you, and can you please ponder for a moment, lately, the past few days, what are the fears that you have in your life? What are the fears that keeps on crump crumpling in your heart? What are the fears that it's always keeping and going in your mind lately? My prayer for you today, that as we open this first part, you will experience the beauty of God's Word. So, it says in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world, that He gave His one and only Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Beloved, in this five Sunday series, what we will be doing is we will be making John 3.16 a very popular verse. I believe you and me are already familiar about John 3.16, right? Now, through this five Sunday series, we'll be chopping phrase by phrase and understanding the unchanging love of God in these uncertain times so that our life and our faith will be rooted in Christ Jesus. So in the first Sunday today, we'll be talking about for God so loved the world. And in the next Sunday, we'll talk about that He gave His one and only Son. And in the third Sunday, we'll talk about that whoever believes in Him. And then in the fourth Sunday, we'll be talking about shall not perish. And the last Sunday, we'll be talking about but have eternal life. So let's dig in today, beloved, about the first phrase, for God so loved the world. Now, the question today, beloved, is this, how to embrace God's unchanging love in uncertain times. Now, letter F of the word faith, beloved, is this. Fill your heart with God's love. That's going to be the title of our message today. So I hope and pray that you and I are excited for the God's revelation, for God's conviction, and the things that God wants you to do, especially in following Him as your Lord and Savior. So, beloved, fill your heart with God's love. That's the title. And in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10, this is the reason why we need to fill you know, our hearts with God's love. Because it says in Isaiah 54, 10, The mountains may shift and the hills may be shaken, but my faithful love won't shift from you, and my covenant of peace won't be shaken says the Lord, the one who pities you. Beloved, remember this, that even in the time of Israel, even in the time of God's children, way, way back in the Old Testament, we know that they are not perfect. We know that they rebel against God. We know that they even worship idols and they, they do things that is not pleasing before the Lord. But you know what? One certain is this. One certain thing. God loves them so much. That even there are many, many times that they stumble and they fail and they rebelled against God and they face a lot of consequences because of their own actions. But still, God is there to rescue them. God is still there even in the midst of their realization that they need to repent before the Lord now and then they will be continuing to worship Him, to obey Him. But suddenly, there's another time that they fall again and they sin against God. But you know what? One of the things that God promised through the prophet Isaiah to his children is this. About, this is about his love. And this is my verse. This is the verse that I want to I focus on, especially in terms of what's the reason why. You know, if I want to experience, if I want to embrace the unchanging love of God during this time of uncertainty, 
Why is it important to fill my heart with God's love? Not other love, but God's love. Because this is His promise for you and me. Beloved, I really don't know what's going on in your heart, in your life, in your day-to-day at this very moment. But I believe that all of us are facing some crisis, facing some testing and trials. For some, it might be because of COVID. For some, it might be through their finances. For some, maybe through their broken relationship. For others, it might be about their health. Beloved, remember this. This is what the Lord wants you to know today. The mountains may shift and the hills may be shaken, but my faithful love won't shift from you and my covenant of peace won't be shaken, says the Lord, the one who pities you. Beloved, I hope and pray that this verse gives comfort in our life and give us that jumping board today. I want to know more about how to fill my heart with God's love. That is why today we'll be answering this question, how to fill my heart with God's love. I believe that all of us wants to love the Lord, wants to worship the Lord, wants to serve the Lord. But the real question today, beloved, is this, how to really fill our heart with God's love. When we talk about heart, this represents our whole being. This represents all areas in our life, from our mind, from our feelings, from our will, from our action, even to this flesh that we have. Now, the question is how to fill our hearts with God's love so that we can embrace the unchanging love of God even in the midst of uncertainties. So, today, let me share to you three important things that we need to discover. So again, it says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world. We'll be focusing today in that word love, God's love in us. And that's why it's very important that we need to fill our hearts with God's love, knowing that God is love and He loved us so much. So how to fill our heart with God's love? Number one is this, I need to know that I am made to be loved by Him. Beloved, make this a foundation in your life. Above all the reasons, above all the purposes that God has for your life, remember this. The very first, notice, the very first purpose why God made you is so that He can love you. It says in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 to 5, even before the world was made, God had already chosen us to be His through our union with Christ because of His love. God had already decided that through Jesus Christ, He would make us His children. Now notice, this was God's pleasure and purpose. Beloved, there are so many things that we can tackle and discover in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 to 5. First, He said this, Even before the world was made, God has already chosen us to be his. Remember this. God has already chosen. That's why for God so loved the world. The moment that God has th- is thinking about you and He made you and then you live in this earth, He's already what thinking about you. And He said this, He has already chosen you to be His own. But the question is how? We cannot just be God's own but through the union of Christ. And that's because of His love. Beloved, one of the greatest reasons why it is important that we need to fill our hearts with God's love, because through that love, we can be connected with Him. You are made, 
Okay, remember that? You were made to be loved by our Heavenly Father. And it says in the next part, God had already decided that through Jesus Christ, imagine that, He would make us His children. And you know what? That is His great pleasure and purpose. It means, beloved, that our existence here on earth, God has already decided it that through Jesus Christ, although we are separated, although we are broken, although we are struggling with anything right now in our life, but God is telling us, if you just accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, He will be binding us again in that relationship with our Abba Father, and we will be called His children, and that is His God's pleasure and purpose to be loved by Him. Beloved, remember this. God made you to be loved by Him. Beloved, last week or maybe the past days, let me ask you this. Are you longing for God's love in your life? Are you longing for His comfort? Are you longing for His provision? Are you longing for His healing or protection? Beloved, remember this. God is near. And it's only about our mindset that we need to understand and we need to put our faith that by faith we will believe that we are loved by our heavenly father i know that sometimes because of the heaviness of the things especially we talk about sin sometimes we can feel that because of our sin we are unworthy to be loved by god but remember this notice twice in ephesians chapter 1 verses 4 to 5 it is always through the union with christ and it is through jesus christ Twice, Paul has encouraged and, you know, uh, he gave this note, he gave this affirmation, he gave this encouragement to the Ephesian church that it's only through Christ, through union with Christ, and through Christ that we'll become children. And that through the union with Christ, we can what? We can continue to what? To be loved by God through Him. Without Christ, we cannot experience God's love. But through Christ, the access of love, care, provision, protection, and healing, all those things can be accessible because of Jesus. That is why, beloved, my prayer for you today, if you feel that you are far away from God, if you feel that you cannot, ex you, you cannot experience, you cannot, you cannot really experience firsthand the power of God working in your life, and you might feel that, oh, maybe God is far, or maybe right now at my current situation, I cannot really feel His touch. Beloved, remember this. God is near. And all you need to do first, if you want to really fill your heart with God's love, is to let yourself be aware and be reminded again that the very first existence why you are here in this earth is to be loved by Him. So, beloved, Make it a commitment and make it a reminder that starting today, God made us to be loved by Him. The second point, beloved, is this. How to fill our heart with God's love. Now that we know that our first ever purpose is to be loved by God, the second foundation is this. I need to put my identity in God alone. We need to put, beloved, our identity in God alone. What does it mean? In this world, there are so many things that probably it can become our identity. We can know this from inside out. For some, they be, their work becomes their identity. For others, it's their treasure. It's their wealth. For others, it's their popularity. For others, it's all about how much possessions they have in their life. For others, it's about their position in their company or in their workplace. 
For others, it's family. Beloved, let me ask you, where are you putting your identity at this very moment? Where? Beloved, remember that in Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 to 28, it says, So God created human beings, making them in His image. He blessed them and said, Live all over the earth and bring it under control. I am putting you in charge. This is God giving a mandate for Adam and Eve. But notice this. At the very first part, it says, So God created human beings. So who's our creator? We acknowledge it is God. But not only that, God created us. This is one of the things that makes us special. This is one thing that makes us special than other creatures in this world. Making them in His image. Is that beautiful? Is that lovely? To understand that our identity, the identity that we have is in God alone. Why? Because He's making us in His own image, in His own likeness. What does it mean? When you think about God, God is not a form of a moon or star or sun or planet. God is not like having wings like birds or eagles. If you will think about God, think about a human being, a human flesh. He make them, making them in His image. It means that when we think about God, we are thinking about a person who is all-worthy and all-powerful. And if we look at Him, we can connect with Him because we are being made in His own image. It means, beloved, one thing. God is reminding us that during these uncertain times, during these challenging times, during this crisis, I believe that sometimes it's covid that identifies us. Sometimes, even our decisions are being based in COVID na. It's not anymore about God's will. For us, we are so sensitive in the movement of the COVID other than being sensitive in the movement of God in our life. We make decisions not because we ask the Lord, but sometimes, oh, because of COVID, we need to do this, and I decide like this, and I will do things like this. Oh, because of COVID. Remember this. Your identity is not in COVID. COVID is one of the pandemic that comes into our community and in our season at this very moment. But don't put your identity and don't put your foundations that you will just flow with the COVID. But rather, as you face the challenges, as you face the crisis that you have emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, and in whatever case because of this COVID, remember and remember your identity in God. Remember your identity in Christ because remember this, you are made to be loved by Him. What does it mean for us during these uncertain times? We need to embrace. We need to know how to embrace. And one of the ways that we, we, we can embrace and we can fill our heart with God's love is when we go back to our identity. Our identity is God Himself. And when we talk about that identity, I believe that it will remind you of how powerful God is. And you as His child, He will take care of you. He will guide you through and you will really relinquish that fear in your heart. If you put your identity into the world, in this world that is uncertain, in this world that is hurting, in this world that is broken right now, what will you expect? So you will expect brokenness. But if you put your identity in our Almighty God, omniscient God, omnipotent God, what will happen? It means that we can have that peace in our heart and we can continue to walk faithfully in where God is leading us.
Beloved, in this life right now, there are only two things where you can choose where you will put your identity. It will be through God or it will be through the world. When I talk about through the world, all the world that is offering you right now, good or bad, you can put your identity in that. Beloved, I believe that as we start our Christian walk, we are not perfect. I, even as we exist in this world, maybe before we even accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, maybe we are too broken. We are maybe too addicted because of substance or probably we are abused, we are hurting, we are lost. We are searching for purpose. But remember this today. This is the good news. That as you continue to follow the Lord, now that you are in Christ, you're a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. So live out that newness in your life. Don't go back to your old self. Don't just, you know, go and, you know, sink in your own shell of your old sinful nature. But rather, break that out. Go out from your comfort zone. Live by faith. And continue to experience the power of God and the love, the unchanging love by unfolding the promises and the protection and the provision and in what God is preparing for your life. Beloved, just put your identity in God alone. Don't put it in your family or in anything else, in your work, in your crisis right now, in this COVID. Never, beloved. And my prayer for you, just like Genesis 1.27 reminded us, making them in His image. You are made to be loved by God and you are made according to the likeness of our Creator. That's how special you are. So don't put yourself, don't put your identity to anything in this world, but rather continue to hold tight in your identity in our Heavenly Father. Amen? Remember this, you are a child of God and you are highly favored and by grace and by His love and by God's sacrificial, you know, atonement or offering, Jesus Christ, because of Jesus, we have that access. When Jesus Christ said, it is finished, everything is finished, and this is now the time to live a new life with Jesus Christ as our mediator between God, the Father, and ourselves. And because of Him, we are aligned again by the, by the grace of God. Beloved, Take that offer, take that reminder that you are not alone. God loves you. Just put back your identity today in God's presence. Amen? And the third one, beloved, is this. I need to be confident that God's love never, never, never fails. It says in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Hallelujah. Is this a beautiful promise? You know, again, beloved, our lives, the way we live, we are not perfect, just like the people during the time of Jeremiah. But even though how hard and how rebellion the people before, because God loves them so much, this is Jeremiah's declaration because this is the word that he, 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 he received from the word from the Lord and then he he poured it out to the people to to God's children and he said this I have loved you with an everlasting love therefore I have continued my faithfulness to you when he, Jeremiah speak this out to all the people in that congregation they are being reminded about even though their life there are times that they are not faithful to the Lord 
but still God's faithfulness is upon them. Even though there are times that they worship idols that not God, they put their devotion, they put their worship to the idols. But still, God loves them, even though they fail. Beloved, this is one of the greatest good news that I want to share with you today. Remember that you were made to be loved by God. Remember that you were made in God's own image. But not only that, if you want to fill your heart with God's love, you need to understand this. It says, I need to be confident that God's love never fails. Yes, even in this pandemic time, we always being reminded about God's love, right? We pray, we worship, we read the word, we cling on to the promises. But there, is, there are still times that we fail. There are still times that we miss out. But remember this, even though there are many, many times, a hundred times, a thousand times that we may fail, but God's love for you will never fail. Amen? Again, it says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And because of that everlasting love, it means it will, God's love never fails. So imagine that God's love will be in your heart. Okay? You will fill your heart with God's love. What will happen to you? For sure, you will experience embracing God's unchanging love because God's love never fails even though our times is uncertain, even though our time just, you know, fast changing. Per week is changing. Per month is changing. It's really fast changing. But God's love never, never change. Beloved, it is my prayer for you today. I don't know about what current situation you are in right now, but remember this. If you feel that you are full of guilt, full of shame, full of, you know, all these things that be, God is convicting you. Remember that God is ready to forgive you. If you want to experience the love of God overflowing in your life, just repent, beloved. Remember that God will not punish you as He convicted you right now in whatever area in your life that you need to ask for repentance and forgiveness. But if you come to Him, beloved, through Jesus Christ, through the blood of Jesus, He will cleanse you, He will forgive you, and you will experience that God's love never, never fails, never, never change. And beloved, it is my prayer that if you are being reminded today that your love for God is sometimes, you know, changing the way the, the, our life, the way our, our situation is changing also. Maybe our life is also changing, especially in our devotion to God, in our commitment to God, in our intimacy with God. Beloved, God is reminding you today, fix your eyes upon Jesus. Focus your eyes upon Him so that you will be anchored and you will continue to embrace God's unchanging love even our times and even our situation are changing very, very fast. And the challenge there, it is uncertain. Beloved, in this world, the safest place to be is in God's presence. Nothing else. No matter where you go at this very moment, there's COVID. No matter where you go at this very moment, it, it will not give you security that you will be safe. But in the Bible, it says that, you know, in God's presence, we will make His presence our refuge. We'll make His presence as our rock of our salvation. We will make His presence as the light that will guide us in this dark age at this very moment. Because we know our God, His love is unchanging. Amen? So I hope, beloved, that these three important things, we can ponder it this week. And I want you to really ask yourself, Kumusta ko lately? 
How am I going with my relationship with God? How's my devotion to God? How's my inner being? How's my intimacy with God? Am I still being reminded that through Jesus Christ, I was made to be loved by God? And through faith in God, I can still continue to walk with Him and to put my identity with God. And as I continue to follow God, and as I continue to grow in His knowledge, are, are we too confident, beloved? Are we confident enough that God's love never fails in our life? Even in the midst of a very difficult situation. Beloved, cling to God's promises for He cares for you. Amen? Billy Graham said this, and I want to end with this quote. It says, God is unchanging in His love. He loves you. He has a plan for your life. And he said this, Don't let the newspaper headlines frighten you. God is still sovereign. He is still on the throne. Amen? Is that a wonderful encouragement? He, Billy Graham said that God, God is unchanging in His love for you and me. He loves you and He has a plan for your life. At this very moment, you might be asking, Sure ka Lord, nga part pa ni sa imong plan? Yes. Remember that. And before, sa time sigurong Billy Graham, wala pa may social media, wala pa may Twitter, wala pa Facebook, wala pa Instagram. Before, it's just newspaper. It says, don't let the newspaper headline frightens you. For us today, the updates of COVID in our social media, in Facebook, and in anywhere, or probably the stories that people has gone through in, in this very moment. He said, don't let the newspaper, don't let anything frighten you. Remember this. God's love is unchanging. Amen? He said this, God is still sovereign. When we talk about sovereignty, it means that we know that God knows what He is doing. And God, not only that He is sovereign, but He said this, He's still on the throne. What does it mean? He's still in control in every situation. Beloved, as you are hearing this message, I don't know. I don't know if you are going through a very difficult season in your life to a point that you cannot understand why these things are happening. Remember, God is sovereign and He is, he is still on the throne. If you are right now facing deep trials and pains in life, remember this. God is unchanging in His love for you and me. And remember this, that He loves you so much. Maybe at this very moment, as we feel the pain, as we feel the heaviness, as we feel the crisis, I hope that we can also look up and cling in our faith to the Lord. Beloved, as I close today, I want to challenge you. As you hear God's word, God is inviting you to have a personal relationship with Him. And in order to do that, we need to understand that it says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, we need to fill our heart with God's love. And you might be asking, how to do it, how to fill our hearts with God's love. We need to receive and believe Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Beloved, if you don't have that personal relationship with Christ at this very moment, and you want to fill your heart with God's love in the presence of Jesus in your life, allow me to pray, to lead you in a prayer. And as you pray with me, just repeat after me in this prayer. Make it heartily between you and the Lord. In this prayer, we'll be acknowledging that we are sinners and we need God's forgiveness. 
in this prayer will be will be believing that Jesus Christ came was crucified and he died on that cross he was buried and on the third day he rose again and then he declared power over sin and death when he rose again and of course lastly we need to commit our lives to him we, we need to commit our problems we need to commit our challenges we need to commit our crisis but above all let's commit our hearts let's commit our life that starting today jesus will become our lord and savior so beloved if you want to accept jesus today he's inviting you join me in this prayer and make this heartily between you and the lord just repeat after me let's pray abba father I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I need your forgiveness, O Lord. And right now, I want to ask forgiveness. Forgive me, O God. Jesus Christ, I believe that you came. You were crucified. And you died on that cross in Mount Calvary. You were buried. And on the third day, you rose again to declare victory over death and sin. That's why today, O Holy Spirit, through your power and by my declaration, starting today, I commit my life to Jesus. Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. That starting today, I will no longer fear death because I have that life in Christ Jesus. Thank you, O God, and continue to work in my life. This all we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, if you prayed that prayer, I want to affirm this to you today. Happy birthday. What does it mean for us? You are now being birthed in the kingdom of God, in the family of God, and you are now a child of God. Remember this day. Remember this moment where you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you accepted Jesus Christ, can you please comment, I accepted Jesus today because our ushers will be connecting with you. Ictus Dumagete family would like to journey with you. And we want you to grow as a disciple of Jesus as you continue to grow your relationship with Him. Beloved, my prayer for you, that if you have some prayer requests, please let us know. If you have some questions, if you need somebody to talk to, we are here for you. And just approach and reach us out through our social media platform. And we will be there to journey with you, especially during these uncertain times. My prayer for you and me, that throughout this week, we can continue to live out what God has in store for us as we continue to embrace the unchanging love of God in these uncertain times. Let us close this with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day that you have given us to worship you in spirit and in truth, to glorify your name, to magnify your name above all. Lord, we want to acknowledge that without you, we can do nothing. But because of you, all things are possible. So Father, thank you so much for this part one of our series. How to embrace the unchanging love of God during these uncertain times. And you, are, you reminded us about having faith. 
filling our hearts with God's love. And Lord, I pray that throughout the week, we can apply what you have given us so that we can continue to walk faithfully and abundantly even though we are facing deep challenges. We will remain victorious because God's love, Jesus Christ, is in our hearts. Bless us and keep us now. This is all we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.